Welcome to another episode of We Have a Mic. Uh, I thought no, we were going to do it at the same time. No, I was doing a dramatic pause. Oh, so, sorry. Welcome to another episode of We Have a Microphone. That was a little violent. Was it? I'll accept it. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty proud uh, that I can be uh, threatening still. That we can open up the show with a bit of terror in your eyes. Anyhow, um... We're here for another episode. Yeah. Glad you could join us. Join us. You probably have lots of other things to be doing besides it's listening true. to true. to us. Um, but uh, yeah, so without further ado, oh right, yeah, go, go make gonna, us. Pseudo, go make us a drink. I'm gonna get shaken. All right, we're gonna do everybody's favorite segment that nobody's ever asked for, which is what's the deal with that Twitter? Say, I turn it into like a better name. No. Uh, Alright, so this is the game where I search Twitter and I find people saying, what's the deal with uh, Seinfeld's famous catchphrase, and then I uh, try and answer it. So, first question comes in from, whoa, uh, or Young Haven, I don't know, whatever. Uh, these people aren't important, so I'm not going to give them that much credit. Uh, what's the deal with cotton balls? Well, whoa. They're balls of cotton used to uh, clean up pus or put on medication. So that's what's the deal with cotton ball. Good question, though. Um, let's see. Next one. Uh, Organic Garage asks, what's the deal with gluten and celiac disease? All right, well, that's, I mean, and then there's a link. I think that's like a serious thing they're trying to do. Um... I don't think I'm qualified to answer that, so I'm just going to pass on this one. Uh, what's the deal with grown-ass men getting all giddy about Taylor Swift? I mean, yeah, shake it off as a banger, but rein it, rein it in a bit, lads, says Museum of Scum, scum that is at Tommy Kaboom. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like, uh, I've never liked Taylor Swift before, but I've recently grown accustomed to her face, as they say. Um... I don't know. Get over yourself. People enjoy stuff. So, like, calm down with the fact that people enjoy things. And maybe you should learn to get giddy, you know? I know. I always find it funny when um, people make fun of people for liking something. Yeah. There's something very dark about that. Hmm. Um, something very, uh... Well, uh, well, anyway, I made a daiquiri. Um, I made a sorry. pouty face because I had my next tweet right before well, you announced your maybe you thing. shouldn't have had so many tweets lined up. It was such a perfect segue, though, for oh, what okay, you just okay, said. Okay. Which is, what's the deal with fan sites being judgmental about fans? Let us be fans, whatever they like. So you just said that, and it was like, perfect. There you go. Right, well, well, we're having a daiquiri that Michael's made, which looks amazing. Yeah. This Kraken? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, so what went into this daiquiri, exactly? So daiquiri classic is 3 to one ratio. I like it kind of citrusy. So you do three parts of rum, two parts of lime, one part simple syrup. I also, I did, well, I did a little less simple syrup because Kraken's quite a sweet rum. Mm. Um, it's a dark rum, lots of vanilla notes. Mm. Um, I like it though. Um, so, yeah. It's a little acidic for me. Oh, really? It's just going to be... Do you want just... to touch more simple syrup? Sorry. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to strive through it. Strive through it? Um, yeah. So, what are we going to talk about this week? Do we have any anything? Michael, this is that moment during always, the thing where you think that we're a professional podcast. I feel that might like we should topics. come up with something to start with. No? I mean, go off from there. 
Well, I mean, what about the fan sites thing? I mean, oh, okay. So, fun question: Have fans ruined anything for you? So, like, you can't like something because of the fans. So you're going off the maximum fun uh, question. Wait, what's that? So this guy's always yeah, that's oh, they that's their that. topic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Which we can do it. No, no, no. no. I mean, um, you're like yes, maximum fun people have ruined maximum fun for me. Oh, which is a podcast network for people who aren't familiar. Um, yeah, let me think. Uh, fans that have ruined things. Um, fans of the Pope have ruined things for me. It's true. I guess the Pope himself. Yeah. Well, his fans just need to tone it down a bit. I'd really yeah. like this whole papal seat thing a bit more. If yeah. If he, yeah, the fans want so. It's true. Zealous and, and LGBT hating and all. So yeah, I mean that's a great. See, I'm taking it serious. We went. Straight I know, in. I know. That that was just, just a little bit what, deeper. Than... Like we got like three pieces of hate mail coming in from this one. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, sorry. Guess Star Wars is definitely yeah. one where I think the fans run it for me. Uh, I would. I, I think more than Star Trek, even just because I haven't really gone as deep into the Star Trek. I feel like fandom. Yeah. Oh. Like. So I feel like there's really serious Star Wars people in the tech career, or just like everywhere, and they will tell so you about funny, it. It's funny, I've definitely seen more of Star Trek fandom. Well, our friend Sean is is definitely a Sorry, Star no, Trek yeah, fan. yeah, no, just not just Sean though. Like a lot of people, I feel hold the next generation as a, a paragon of, um, yeah. which I I think I should I guess where I'm going with this is I started watching the next generation. Because I feel like, as with any cultural touchstone, you know, we watched the Twilight, well, I watched the first one and a half Twilight films, but they were terrible. Um, But like with any cultural movement, I feel like you need to at least see what it's like. You can't just judge it from afar. So, Star Trek being the thing that it is, I watched all the Star Wars films. I mean, I don't like them as much as other people, I think, but they're okay. Um... Star Trek, I was mystified as to how it's got such a following. At least, I mean, yeah, it's tough. We have, uh, I have this problem of not knowing how many episodes of a TV show you have to watch (laughs) before. Because, like... You could just be like... Yeah, sorry, both Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. I was definitely out after about half a season. And Hampton was like, oh, let's keep watching, or like... and so true, you're like two favorite shows. Right. We did keep watching and turned out to be some of my favorite shows. You know, Friday Night Lights, I watched an episode and left me pretty cold. Let's Star- not. I mean, I think we're not. Right. Star Trek, we watched like four episodes, one of which was incredibly racist and terrible. Um, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to invest any more time in it. And yeah. Yeah, there's definitely like the fifth episode of Next Generation, I think. It, yeah. <laughs> this is where you don't want to, you don't want to fuck with the end of the episode number wrong. But uh, they, like, basically go to an African planet is what it is kind of supposed to be. Like, they even are like, oh, your culture is similar to many wonderful primitive Earth cultures. And it's like, they, like, fight for their women and, like, and they're all, like, warlike and and distrustful. And it's just like, whoa, like, yeah. I mean, but I think, you know, it's tough because, like, that stuff doesn't hold up. But no. No, but they were definitely, like, showing on television uh, 
historic, or at least a representation of historical black societies that were not, you know, commonly in, on on TV or at all. Uh, right, I mean, right, yeah. Right, so like, and still aren't. Yeah. To be, to and be then fair. that's where I have, I guess, I have some problems with um, maybe appreciating cultural items that are very much progressive mm. for their time, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I do take it for granted that now, you know, we have shows with a lot more diversity and a lot less <laughs> Like what? I don't know where you're, like... Wait, shows with diversity? I mean, sorry, a lot of the big comedies, at least this season, and um, dramas like Empire is the biggest, um, one of the biggest shows, I think, on TV right now, or I think it's finished the season. Empire's pretty big. Uh, the fact that Scandal is huge and has, you know... So you're just talking about, like, black people in TV shows? But yeah, sorry, that, that's what I meant. And like, now we have a, a very diverse... But it's a little different just to do like, there's black people in a thing, and then highlighting, or an attempt to highlight some of the, like, historical past in Africa of actual empires and stuff. That's true. That, that has been mostly overlooked right, by, right. like, Western culture. We, we know that's, all about Henry VIII, sure. but we don't ever pay attention to. Yeah. Um, no, and so I think that's what they were trying to do, is like, hey, yeah. look, let's make it so that you know, we can talk about these cultures that don't get talked right. about. But I think it was ham-fisted. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and I mean, especially because I, I I want to believe that that's the case. That like, hey, let's talk about other cultures. And in reality, it was a... Um, Reductive thing. Yeah, and also they were the enemy, definitely. I feel like if, if your goal is to... Yeah. I but, don't know. But the beginning of Next Generation, right... Uh, it was, um, I'm blanking on his Roddenberry, Gene Roddenberry, like, um, like, they basically gave him carte blanche, because this stupid TV show he had that wasn't that successful when it was on the air, it had this series of movies, and then was making all this money, and there were these huge conferences with hundreds of, and they're like, you know, they did a primetime syndicated show, uh, I think Paramount owned them at that point, um. And he was getting a bit older, and they basically gave him carte blanche, and he at this point was fully into his, like, he really believed the Federation stuff as a creator. Hmm. Like, Lucas does not truly, deeply believe in the Force kind of thing. Like, Ron Berry was... Right, he believes that there's this idea of a better universe or whatever. Yeah, and being logical and being kind and being, like, a... Vicious in the right ways will yeah. would like save humankind. Yeah, um, and I think that that show is him attempting that yeah. as an old white man doing his best to express that. Now, sorry, that does not mean ultimate forgiveness for any of the weird right. stuff that shows up at all. It's still absolutely fine. I mean, it, the criticism should remain. Yeah. I just think uh, it's one of those like try hard and fail things. Hmm. Like, I definitely think it fails a lot. Like. I think rewatching Next Generation is not great. Yeah. Um, but, but then, sorry, I feel like there are a number of TV shows that do stand up very well and would. I mean, for me personally, and yeah, we'll like talk what? About this, X Files, um, Twin Peaks. I feel like could be on. Twin I Peaks mean, definitely holds up. Right. I mean, but it, state, it, it looks dated. Like maybe in you know camera. No, that could air now, and I would be like, right. I would think it was a period piece, but I would think right. it was. And I think it, it works. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think you know. Uh, I'm trying to think about the TV. I think shows. that's the only one though, and I, you know, I, I don't agree on the X Files thing. But I yeah. think we spent an episode a while ago going. Yeah, we we talked about X Files a lot. 
But we got uh, so many letters from our fans about that. I know, I know. We were inundated with fan when, mail. When the, when the, supporting my side of the argument only. Um, yeah, the mail carrier came. They had like a huge sack of letters yep. that said post on it mm-hmm. and like a, a spray painted stencil. And then it just, letters just fell out on our table. Spilled everywhere. Um, yeah. Early episodes of The Simpsons. Does that count as standing up? Mm. I mean, that's like mid nineties, mm. and we rewatched some of them, and they were no, it's 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 exactly the same as uh, Next Generation. It's like eighty nine is when they oh yeah yeah started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think they're both right there. Um, um, no, I don't know. I I feel like why people love Next Generation so much. That's right. That's the episode where they talked about Star Trek. Um, is uh. I remember being a kid, and I would go, me and my brother would come home, and I think we'd watch Tailspin was the show that Michael's I don't know, yeah. yeah, it's it was some, um, uh, or DuckTales? No, oh. those were next to each other, DuckTales and Tailspin. Oh, okay, so that's a kid show. They're both kid shows, yeah. Right, they were at, like, DuckTales. 4 o'clock or whatever, so you get home from, like, elementary school, and then, like, those two. And then at 5 o'clock, I think, those are 30 minutes, and then at 5 o'clock, a new episode of Next Generation would come on. Or something. Maybe they're repeats. So, you know what my equivalent is? It was the early days of Buffy. Uh, <laughs> I am so old. I know. So I guess this must have been... This the... was like 93, 94. Okay. Like so this was... I mean, I was a little bit older. It wasn't after cartoons. It was as we were eating. And I think The Simpsons would come on. And then Buffy would come on. And I remember like watching it out of the corner of my eye. Mm. Um, no, but like, but this was a show that showed a better humanity. Which, if you look at early 90s white humanity. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I mean. Right, I mean. I mean, yeah. There's at least two main African-American actors in the primary cast. I mean, I'm not saying it's right. some sort of award for diversity, but I don't think that's, um, I don't think that's fair, Michael. That's not fair. Um. But it, it, sorry, it had this vision of the future that was positive. Like, mm. this is the period in time where I mean, we were just getting out of the nonstop dystopian everything. Right. Like, I remember the first R movie I saw was Total Recall. Uh, I remember, like, uh, yeah. like every movie about New York was just about filth and poverty. Right. And, like, I mean, it's funny. Being horrible. And, it's, yeah, it's funny, like, again, there's been a rash of um, dystopian futures. I, I just think dystopian features are more entertaining. Oh, sorry, certainly. So that's always been the the well known flaw in Next Generation that that I think even fans totally say, and this isn't one that I even know you've gotten sick of yet. But is that it always works out? Hmm. Um, like pretty much always. It's just logic, and if you're good, things work out. Yeah. Like and like enough intelligence and enough patience and things work out and i think for a lot of smart kids and stuff that really resonated yeah like maybe when your home life my home life was great as a kid by the way but but i think like a lot of people had bad home lives they had um they weren't popular at school nobody understood why they were into science and then here's this show where science is over and over the hero being good is the hero yeah being kind is the hero and then that means you'll get to do cool things like travel the stars if you're just noble enough and i feel like there's very few examples of that and in a lot of ways it makes really shit fiction um because right. like there's it's no kind of boring that it's like well yeah like 
sorry, we, in past, in the mid nineties on, or maybe late nineties, we went into the thing, kind of the era that we're in now, which is the, you know, every hero is some level of an anti-hero. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think that was, that's certainly not the case with, um, Jean-Luc, Jean-Luc, except for when he became part of the Borg. Um, yeah, but that was in the film, arc. that doesn't count. No, it was in a show. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember, wasn't it in a film as well? I don't know. Well, I mean, he always had part of his board game plans along. But. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, I was thinking of another uh, thing. Assimilate. See, that was a Doctor Who. Oh. tie-over. Oh, okay. Um, so, another thing I was thinking of, there's been a lot of everyone's watching the production of this new Batman. No, 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 no. What's it called? Um... The, the Sinister Six? No, that's Marvel. Um, whatever the DC equivalent is, where Jared Leto's playing the Joker. Suicide Squad. And so there's all this stuff, and it's like every other day, there's like, oh, another picture of Jared Leto as the Joker, or like, oh, he's with Will Smith, and, you know, Harley Quinn, or whatever. That's getting on my nerves. And as much as I love superhero films, like, I love that kind of stuff, that's another one where fans are starting to ruin it. Like, I don't know if it's just that I follow on Facebook a bunch of people who are into that, but it's just getting tiresome now. And I'm like, this this is like the presidential race in 2016. I'm like, I don't need updates every day about how this race is going. Like, we have a whole year and a half of this. So I'll say on the, the like, making of various superhero movies, uh, if it's not Chris Evans with his shirt off, I don't really care. Um, Wait, sorry. I'd, I'd say Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, sure. Uh, Topless. Post it, please. I just I don't. I oh, care. okay. Weird, weird one. Mark Ruffalo. I don't. That's I, a weird I, one. I, Wait, um, I think that's okay. No, but like I care so little that I'm not even upset that people post it. Mm. That's just my my level of caring is so low. I that, guess I guess it's my like I do kind of care and I avoid spoilers. I'm, I'm bordering on one of those people who don't watch trailers now. Is, is that a type of person? Yeah, someone, like, people who don't watch trailers because they're like, I don't want to get spoiled for scenes in the movie, or like, like, uh, certain films, uh, for example, Mad Max, watching the Mad Max trailer, I was like, oh, there's mm. going to be a scene where blah, blah, blah. And wait, 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 watching that trailer, there's going to be a scene where they're racing through the desert and there's fire. Yeah, I know. I mean, I... I didn't want to spoil anything more than that. But, like, there was definitely... So, like, the Look, first... if they're listening and haven't seen it, that's their fault. Okay? Wow. We're late in the run. That's true. Go see it. Hmm. If you don't like it, don't tune into this podcast again. But I'm like... There were... <laughs> you know, there's a scene where Max is on one of the spike things, and a tanker is blowing up behind him, and it's in the very last race. And throughout most of the movie... Um, I was sat there being like, Oh, I know this scene is coming. Is this going to be the bit with this scene? You remembered that? Yeah. Right. I know, I know. It's because I'm stupid, but like... No, it's because you're, you're too smart. Maybe. I'm just like, blah, 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 fire and cool music. That looks cool. It was a very, very good movie. Anyway. Um, anyway. No, no. So I was saying that I don't care about the DC thing so much, yeah, I don't yeah. notice. But please, post any information about the next election, and I... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm in. I like it, but I'm, I'm already getting fatigued. See, I don't. This happens every time. Yeah. It's like gladiator sports that I love. Yeah. Because I love trying to predict what the next thing is to happen, like the yeah. shifts. 
and I'm pretty good at it, so I'm gonna have a career one day as a uh, yeah, as a pundit. Analyst. Well, we have a whole like, as I said, year and a half to talk about this. Maybe a little bit every episode. Discuss the latest um, political. Um... Oh, I love the fact that in the UK it's like a it's month. A, it's a month, six yeah. weeks, maybe. Oh, but this is a great opera. Like, and the, the the last half of Obama's second term is taken up with uh, people vying to take over his seat. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they are. I just like what's going to happen with Hillary. Can you rerun for senator after you've been president? Yeah. Stuff. I mean, I know, I know. I was thinking, but then I'm like, I guess there's no point because you're like, well. I've had the big job. Well, as you know, Taft uh, was, was a Supreme, Supreme Court, Court member, which Obama is a constitutional scholar and a, a lawyer. That'd be uh, pretty awesome. Practicing lawyer for all, so Maybe that's Hillary totally... will appoint him justice when, please, let Scalia leave first. Holy shit. Replacing Scalia with Obama on That'd the Supreme Court. Um, sorry, just my nipples got hard for a second. Yeah, that'd be good. I, 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 I want to hear him cross-examine. Oh, the questions. Um, it's oh. funny reading about, or like, uh, I think it was the Time magazine, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was one of the Times 100 People of the Year or whatever, and Scalia wrote the piece about her and why she deserves to be there. It's kind of funny the respect they both have for each other, it seems, mm-hmm. and like, I guess I wouldn't have imagined they all get along, but he's like, no, she has really valid opinions, great opinions, like... I don't agree with them, I think blah blah blah, but like, she's amazing, and I don't know, I always, from the, at least what you read, the transcripts, it seems like they're always at loggerheads, and there's no chance they would ever discuss anything outside of... Did you um, see the the thing announced today? No. I mean, we're deviating the episode a little bit. Yeah. No, it was a nearly unanimous decision by the Supreme Court. It wasn't a sock thing, was it? No. no. It was uh, wearing a hijab oh, at Abercrombie the, and Fitch. Abercrombie and Fitch. I find that interesting. Yeah. Um, so there's been a couple of cases in the UK, or at least one that comes to mind, where um, I think it was someone working as um, a bar when they check you in for airlines. What do you call that? A check-in desk. Gate class. agent. Gate. No, no, gate agents actually, no, that's technically. Some, yeah. Ticketing agent? I yeah. don't know. Whatever. Anyway, and she... Customer service representative. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, she was wearing a cross, and she was working for Virgin Airlines, I think, mm. and they were like, it's too obvious, you need to cover it up, blah, blah, blah. And then she took them to court saying it was an infringement on her protection of religion. Um, I think she lost because the UK doesn't give a shit about that, which I'm fine with. Um, yeah, so I found that interesting, and um, yeah. So there's a lot of companies in the US that theoretically don't let you wear religious right. Like, and I know Bank of America did a thing when I worked there, and they yeah. said you can't wear... And I find it strange, because I feel like Abercrombie & Fitch is not the most egalitarian in hiring <laughs> Right. Like... You're I, like, are we all starting with the idea that this is some right. sort of, like, blind hiring Yeah, process, and I'm so. like, I would not get hired at Abercrombie & Fitch, because I don't have abs and, you know, tan skin and a beautiful chiseled jaw. Like, I... Yeah, I, I'm like, I never imagined that this was an equal opportunity hiring person. And I know that's not good, but yeah. Um, we don't shop there. Right, I don't shop there. And like, so in a lot of ways, I can see how 
just saying like, yeah, you need long flowing locks or you need to be able to take your top off for a guy being like, what are the hiring requirements? And like, I, yeah. yeah so the US is very extreme on these. But the, obviously me. they hire based Compared on, to will a guy have abs and be willing no, to and stand if you, outside? Like theoretically they would be forced to hire a Mormon who won't take off their magic underwear, um, <clears throat> according to US right. law. So you can't ask a model to take their shirt off. Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's complicated. Hmm. Uh, but it was funny. So the decision was based on the the argument that Abercrombie made for why she... <laughs> By the way, tune into a, we have a microphone where we just talk about the uh, most so random subjects yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. Star Trek to Supreme Court decisions. Yeah. Um, uh, no, no, but it was that Abercrombie wrote... It, to her, why they weren't hiring her. And it was because of the head covering. Which, why, yeah. why the, I mean, I don't uh, Yeah, know. I don't know why. Why would you write that I down. mean, if you're gonna, even if yeah, you're gonna be horrible, yeah. if you're gonna be horrible, it's as a, they are, a, as we've said, they rookie, are. Yeah, yeah, they are. It's a horrible place. Yep. Uh, they should all fuck off. Um, no, but if you're gonna say that, they said, sorry, their argument was, yes, it was only because of the head covering, but we did not suspect it was religious. Hmm. And so Scalia wrote the opinion who he's taught not typically. Well, I mean, he's a strict uh, Roman right. Catholic. Yeah, and, and constitutionalist or whatever. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Literalist? I don't Literalist. know. When you, yeah. yeah, but he was just like, well, look, the decision's based on uh, that's not true. Like, we won't take that you would not have suspected it was a religious mm. Thing. Like, a, a candidate for a job doesn't have right. to specify a list of their religious requirements. Uh, uh, I disagree with that. It's just based on the I mean, but there's no... Right, sorry, but I... I, 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 I sorry, I feel like that letter saying you wore... That's like saying, okay, you wore a t-shirt to your interview at Abercrombie and Fitch you're not going to take it off when we ask you to stand outside. Like, I feel like that's a very naive letter to write or, or case to make on behalf of Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, certainly that was a naive case. Um, I don't even under, like, to say that you like, would not have assumed. Right. And so, but I also feel like, it, it, I feel like there are certain things you should disclose to an employer when you're being employed. Um, and I feel like maybe dietary restrictions, maybe if you have a, sh like a terrible peanut allergy, and you're about to go work in an office and say, like, I feel like you need to say, just so you know, have a really terrible peanut allergy. They shouldn't not hire you because of that. Much like they shouldn't, you know, if she was like, okay, I need to wear this headscarf. Like, it's my religion. It has to happen. Or I'm, you know, deadly allergic to not wearing a headscarf. I don't know. But, like, I, f I feel like that's a legitimate thing to say. I don't feel like, um, you know, secretly... Or, you know, I, I, I don't feel like that's a valid... Uh, but you think you'd have to disclose medical concerns in an interview? I don't think that um, the idea that you can get away with... Uh, wait, sorry. Yeah. I don't think that... Um, I don't think that pretending that, like... I, 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 I do feel like sorry I know this is this is this is difficult to express I, I don't feel like I, I feel like there are certain things where you to to just be very open 
Um, and I feel like you, you should, you sh that shouldn't be a grounds for not hiring you. Um, but that's what the case is about. Right. It's whether or not this assumption about a piece of, like, I mean, I guess they asked in the interview, would you be willing to take this off while working? And she said no. And then, right, that was that. Um, and they said, well, it was because of that that we couldn't hire you. Because that's not our, our policy. Um, well, then Abercrombie did make the statement that they have other employees in other stores who wear head coverings while working, and it's not an issue. Um, Wait, so it was, was it just one hiring manager then? Well, so and that's why their claim was it was because she didn't disclose it was a religious reason. Oh. Um, that if she'd said this was a religious reason. Right. But then that's, yeah, sorry. That's a whole other thing that gets me annoyed about. We're, that, we're no fans of religion on this right. podcast. So. And like the special um, dispensation religion gets. Um, but I think either of us are fans of. No, it's the only—it's the only way you're freely allowed to be a dick. Like, right, exactly, and just saying, "Oh, well, it's my religion that uh, you know excuses all kinds of behavior." Hmm. Um, Anyhow, anyway, um, 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 I'm just gonna, um, since we got in a really serious conversation, hmm. and we're really working the hate mail. We got like Star Trek people. Oh, no, I know, I know, I know. We got like, uh, like, okay, let's, let's people who about... love Abercrombie. Yeah. That's a whole group that's going to hate um, us. Okay, what's something fun and inequivocal we can talk about? Unequivocal? Inequ unequivocal. Not equal? No. Unequivocal no. means? I thought it meant like there, there is no way you could um, like disagree Ooh. with it. Sorry, I dropped it. Uh, we could talk about sexism in dictionaries. Ooh, that's a good one, because we've been doing that recently. Um. We, we've been doing sexism in dictionaries. Yes. It's been fun. We have been... So so we were working... So you may know, we're doing word set. Yeah. Um, so we inherited a dictionary from um, a Princeton project. My uncle Princeton died. And right. He, he and bequeathed he, me the dictionary. In his will, um, which was very kind. I like the word inherited the dictionary. We forked it. Right. I, I feel it. like forking it is a very... Um, Technical. Technical term. I feel like... You can stole it. Inherit is also... You can say, like, I inherit from something. The wind. Yeah. That's um, a technical term, inheriting that way. I don't know. Anyway. I don't um, Non-technical people, please we, let us know if we're making any we sense. We had to pay, uh, like, 10% of the words in tax. Um, no, so, so a lot of the definitions have example sentences that are... Incredibly sexist. Wait, wait, let, me, let me. So our dictionary that we've been working on started with a seed dictionary, which is called WordNet. Net. I'm just gonna call it the Net, the like net. Sandra Bullock, because yep. I feel like the names are more similar than I wish they were. They're capitalized differently. It's true. Um, mostly because I don't want their pet. No, no, no. Okay. Sorry. So Princeton did this project uh, to put out a. Roughly public domain-ish dictionary. That means, like, it's one of the few dictionaries that you can just use. Like, if you want to print a dictionary, you can use WordNet. They allow you to do that. You don't have to pay them anything. Um, it's one of the few, unfortunately. Uh, there's also Wiktionary, which uh, I can spend a lot more time talking about. Uh, right. what, what are the problems with that one? Um, uh, but, so we started with this dictionary. It's kind of our seed dictionary. 
the one we started with, and uh, we're improving on it. And it, we inherited a lot of example sentences from it. And as you were saying, they are... So we knew that... Uh, we set a rule early on to not use he or she or him or hers in example sentences. Some people are like, oh, that's impossible. How do you say a sentence without he or him? It's pretty easy. You say, I wish I was there instead of he wishes he was there. Um, <clears throat> it's not that difficult. It's pretty straightforward. There's, there's a lot more pronouns that are not he and she. Um so we've had that policy, but we knew there was a bunch of shit in there that was this older stuff we inherited. So we basically did a quick search and then made a list of all the things that have he and she, and we have got the community working to fix this, to kind of change them from whatever, uh, gendered versions to non-gendered versions. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, so much worse than I, we could have ever imagined. It's like staring into the dark part of the sun or something. Um, like great fountains of filth. Yeah, it's so, spewing forth. so gross. Um, I'm sure if you follow the words at which you should on Twitter, um, you know, I've seen we've been tweeting about some of these, and Hampton's written a blog post where we have a list of these. Um, Wait, sorry, the list that I had were basically which, just ones that showed up in like yeah. looking through about twenty. Of so, them. so we have about five thousand eight hundred to fix. Yeah, we're a few hundred in, which is pretty good. Um, so Hampton's looking them up now, but there were some bizarre. There was there was one which was really quite nauseating, um, and it was like she should put out, which is the example sentence for to put out in the in the sexual sense. Um, it was, yeah, I mean, there's just... Yeah, she would... Sh it, the word for put out being to be willing to have sex, and the example sentence was she should put out. And I'm like... Like, by the way, I hate it when dudes are like, oh, I'm a feminist now because I have a daughter. And you're like, ah, screw up. Like, we don't have a daughter. We're, we're not going to have a daughter. Um, like, we think this stuff is stupid because that it's kind stupid. of implicit bias is just dumb and weird um, and not okay. So, like, yeah, can you imagine, like, you're like a young girl, and you're in high school, and somebody's like, oh, you should put out. And you're like, I'm, gonna, wait, I'm just going to go double check this one in the dictionary. Because that's what all nerdy, awesome girls would do. And it says she should put out. And you're like, oh, well, the dictionary just told me I need to, like, force sex. Like, I need to be sexually active now. Yeah. Like, how fucking weird. Yeah. That's not Until okay. we fix that to be so angry. <laughs> yeah. One of the people helping out is, like... You know, change the example sentence to be the you know that um, the educator said that no one should feel pressured to put out. Just perfect. Like what, that is an equally valid use of the the, the verb the, the phrase to put out, and it's fucking positive. Like it's not gross and yeah, it's it's really weird. Um, so wait, here's from my blog post. These are the ones that I came up with pretty fast. Um, Sorry, if you want to help out, I don't know, the project might be done, I hope. <laughs> Only time you hear this, but uh, you can also just troll through some of this filth yourself. Yeah. Here's one. Her, uh, this, I think the word was uh, completely, I think. Um, and it was, her husband completely dominates her. Good. That's great. Dictionaries. Yay. Um, <clears throat> uh, she meekly bowed to his wishes. Okay, yeah, all right. These are a little Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Unassertively, she always follows her husband's suggestions. <laughs> Tight shoes and perspiration blistered her feet. Um, like, yeah, it was just so terrible. Oh, and like, I feel the... Wait, oh, sorry. Cool. I gotta go with the darkest one. Unsentimentally, she threw out her dead son's toys. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. Who like, wrote I these? Know, yeah, I know, right? What sick person. So, yeah, it's weird, like, okay, this must have come from, um, you know, some graduates or some undergrads, like, describing these. It's so weird. Wait, and to this... be clear, sorry, the English language will have gender pronouns, well, forever. Right. Um, and people will have, will say things like this, that she threw out her dead son's toys. That sounds like a short story that's very poetic and very sad. Uh, or whatever. But this is about learning words. Like, it is not story time. This is an example of how to use a word to empower yourself. Like, any other assumptions we throw into things, um, we have to strip away as much as possible and just focus on the language. Yeah. Like, my, my dad was giving me crap about it really? a little bit. Yeah, and he's like, oh... Do you not use any any pro gendered pronouns in real life anymore? And I'm like, this isn't. This is we're trying to put we're trying to explain words to people, right? And there's no need for it to be gendered. Yeah. Uh, this isn't some sort of uh, fixing sexism thing necessarily, but like we don't want it to be this obviously horrible. Right. Oh, sorry. Here's here's some uh, male pronouns that I. Uh, so by the way, sorry, his list. Uh, I think I for the ones I voted on, I went through. This was about half of them I chose. I kind of ignored the other half because some weren't good or or they weren't that bad. I mean, yeah. or whatever. Um, I like he denounced the Nazis. What a hero! His support made a material difference. He could feel the shimmy in the steering wheel, which I know people have asked me why I put this one there. He could feel the shimmy in the steering wheel. It's a man driving a car and being. In position of control and knowledge, yeah. um, which it's fine. So, sorry, sorry, it's, that's not offensive by itself. If you yeah. just said that or tweeted that or that was in a story, that's not itself offensive. But when it's next, the only she examples, when all the she examples are that she meekly bound to his wishes, I'm like, and then he felt a shimmy in the steering wheel. Yeah. It's funny, like, so in the previous blog post as well, this isn't just in this dictionary. Um, this was in, so if you look up shoot in the Merriam-Webster dictionary mm. online, it's it's like all the active, like, you know, um, whatever sentence is, it's all like, he shot a deer, he, sh you know, shoots on the weekends, blah, blah, blah. And then it's, she was shot out of a cannon. She <laughs> accidentally shot herself in the foot. Like, this isn't just some weird thing about this dictionary we inherited from um, Princeton or whatever. This is like a... Um, that it's everywhere, and it's so weird that this, um... Well, because, yeah. look, I mean, most dictionaries only change about, like, 1% every right. five years or something, right? Like, especially the big old ones. Like, they don't have big staffs anymore. Um, they... They don't make a ton of money. Everybody can just Google a word. It's not a thing. Like, um... The kind of running a dictionary is a great money-making opportunity. Right. Which is exactly why we're doing it. Um, no, but like, it, it's not, it, it, it's not a thing anymore and people aren't going through and, and reading every example sentence and going, uh, is this something we want to say anymore? Right. Like, I don't think we want the models, the model of like the early 
20th century dictionaries necessarily being like sorry all commercial dictionaries have inherited they they in a way have inherited the dictionaries of years past right that's just how they work because they're not they're tweaking definitions yeah um oh my god if i see another post soon by the way of the new 20 new words that webster's added yeah, this yeah, year yeah. i'm like uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, so weird. Yeah. I had a mansplaining. Um, uh, to ours? To ours. Um, I was going to make a joke about it, but then I decided not to. Um, yeah. It was in, it was in, so part of the thing we've talked about as a, um, as a guide for using it is coming across it in the New York Times, used casually to, um, communicate very clearly um, it's meaning without explanation. And, uh, the, um, yeah, the, it was in the New York Times this weekend, so I was like, oh, we should totally add that. Well, that's one of our tests. So, right, the right. long term, we have really done this, is that, like, we're trying to, sorry, with word set, is that we're trying to, um, catalog and understand, uh, realistic human language. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have to be formal, but it just has to be an attempt to actually communicate to a wider audience. So, like, slang with your friends or a small neighborhood joke or something like that is not right. attempting to communicate to any wider audience. Um, and even, like, so this comes up a lot. So rap lyrics. About half of rap lyrics are trying to communicate to an extremely small group. Uh, I don't mean fans of rap. I mean, like, an even a more extremely small group, like... They're, a lot of times it's their friends and stuff. Like, there's a lot of... It's poetry, right? So poetry tends to um, be very internal, very um, raw in its, its, its communication. It's not attempting to communicate clearly at all. Um, the other half of it is attempts to communicate clearly, maybe using words that aren't in the mainstream. Um, and so one of our tests is definitely... If it's in the New York Times, it's definitely a real word if it's in if it's on snl it's definitely a real word um we're trying to come up with better aav sources for when there's a and also like uh it was funny i was reading uh, an article again new york times about the new york uh area and it used the word schwitz um very casually and didn't explain what it meant and assumed that everyone would know and uh, I believe it means to sweat, um, and it's of Yiddish origin, and I didn't know what it meant. Uh, we don't have much Yiddish in the UK, and so I'm thinking we should have a Yiddish label, maybe, on um, what's that? Yeah. Um, within the English. So we're building this for multiple languages, ling sorry, multiple languages in the future. Yeah. It's whole language sets, but things like Yiddish or some Spanish have come into American English uh, without missing a beat, kind of like, right, right. Um, which are not in British English. Right. Um, um, I think that's that's funny. It's funnily, um, so most American phrases we get in the UK, like um, you'll watch, like we get all the American culture, all the American films, all the American TV shows. So most American phrases I'm very familiar with and you know, like, words we would label as American in WordSet, um, I understand how they use, except for Yiddish. Like, that's the main one mm. that is definitely, um, definitely a cultural thing and something that doesn't, or hasn't 
But how are you doing these days? Doing okay. Yeah. I know Kvetch. Which is to what? To complain or yeah. to whine, which is a, a whinge, sorry. Yeah. That's the British one. It's a whinge, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> about something. What's uh, chutzpah? Chutzpah is like um, uh, huevos. It's like a... Oh, you're using Spanish. Yeah, I know. It's like a... Uh, Gambatu. It's like the. I, I don't know. Is there, <laughs> okay. is there an English one? I would say this? bravery, maybe, or uh, our fearlessness, or uh, yeah, oomph. Is that like a British? Or is that yeah, Gambatu is pretty good for? It's like yeah, companies. like they they have yeah they have yeah. I, I don't you know. can do it. Yeah, you can do it, kind of thing. Um, I think Hutz was a little more bravery. Yeah. Than those other ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because like you know. I didn't know you had that much chutzpah. Yeah. Um, uh, any other? Any other? Verklempt. Oh, I know verklempt. I what use is that, that a lot. That's a emotional or like usually an upsetting way. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other Yiddish? I know. I feel like you should tweet at me or tweet at YM Show with Yiddish, and I'll try and guess what it is. <laughs> uh, you know who I'm speaking to. Oh, I know. Wait, is Goy like a non-Jewish person? Goy is a non-Jewish person. But then Gentile is also a non-Jewish person, right? Yeah, but it's not Yiddish. Wait, Gentile is. Oh, uh, that's true. Is, yeah, that's funny. Um, yeah. Oh, Shiksa. Shiksa is an. Uh, Shiksa is yeah. a non-attractive woman. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That's Mishkai. No, Mishkai. Yeah. Mishkai from the song from Cabaret. I've never heard anybody use. Uh, I'm gonna Mishkai use it. Real I'm gonna start using it more. I've heard Goy. But yeah, no, nah, it's, yeah, Goy is somebody who's not Jewish. Okay. Or Goyim. Um, uh, oh, there's, there's, there's one that sounds like finagle, and it means well, gay I mean, or something. Oh, <laughs> was it, oh, what is it? Fagula? Fagula, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which obviously has a root near the other F word, but I guess. Um, so I'm sure Okay, uh, I know what a bris is now. Um, I went to an Anshi Mitzvah recently, which was bloody amazing. Um, the music they play in San Francisco is usually terrible everywhere. Every bar is terrible music. We love the city, but, but the, music the music is, is just not good. Uh, so Third Rail, our favorite bar, plays good music. And this Anshi Mitzvah I went to was pretty amazing. Had, well, it was so... So it's our... Uh, neighbor's uh, stepmom and she's awesome and she invited us and uh she should have bat mitzvahed if that's a verb <laughs> i think it maybe is i don't know um been batified been bat yeah i think that's right uh in like 79 mm -mm. and so the party was themed around like late 70s early 80s it was fucking awesome they played new order and like Joy Division and Visage and like all the cool, um, cool 80s music. And so, um, I was very happy uh, with that. So, I know what a bat mitzvah and I know challah bread. I know. Are you looking up Yiddish? You should look up like common Yiddish things. Well, wait, I was looking up the word finagle. So, apparently, it's uh, an American term, it's originally from America. Really? Yeah. So finagle to mean like to wheedle or to to obtain something by something. devious or dishonest means or to act in a dishonest manager manager uh, manager, <laughs> Mr. Manager. Know. Yeah. So it 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 was first invented in the 1920s, oh. and then the like uh, Google usage chart is like it's super high now. 
It didn't come into common usage till the 40s in the and U.S. And not at all. from Yiddish or anything. Like. So it's actually from uh, dialect... So it's from... It says from dialect Fenegi? Perhaps from old French Fournier to deny? I don't know. They don't know. Yeah. Okay. So Fenegal's a purely American word. Yeah. How weird. Which um, I guess British people know of, so... Yeah, that's true. Good work, America. Yeah. Not a lot of words where it's originally from U.S., 1920s. Um, I was trying to... Yeah, I, I think that's all my... my joy. I was still trying to, trying to think of... Um, still trying to think of... Uh, I, I, I'm starting to know all the high holidays. You're working on it. I'm working on it. Um, so wait. Okay. okay, I got a list of Yiddish oh, words okay, okay. that this have is entered fun. English. This is a fun game. Um, what is a bagel? Okay, so that's like a round bread thing, which I don't get why people like so much. Yeah, I don't like, know Like, I, I feel like I've seen a lot of people say, oh, you know, San Francisco has bad bagels, you have to go to New York for a good bagel, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I mean, it's bread. We didn't even have a bagel in New York, by the I way, did. So. I tried to have as many in as many different places as possible, and, like, yeah, I don't, I don't get bagels. Uh, Buckkiss? Nothing. Yep. Well, chutzpah. And they have, they have chutzpah is uh, nerve, guts, daring, audacity, and effrontery. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've never heard this one. D-book? D-Y-B-B-U-K? Oh, D-book? No, I Malevolent spirit. I've, I've read about that. I'm yeah. sure it was in Supernatural or the X-Files at some point. Um, Gelt? Is, is money. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that's where you get, like, Hanukkah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So okay. I feel like a lot of my knowledge of German helps me with this. Glitch? That's from Yiddish? Glitch is Yiddish. Really? Yeah. Huh. Glitch, apparently. Um, which really comes from the German for to slither or slide. Glitchen? Huh. Uh, a golem. You know that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, golem. Oh, golem. Uh, sorry. I mean, some of these I know you're not going to know at all. And I barely know. Um, uh, oh, Kibitz. Is that like a little village or something? That's a kibbutz. Oh, uh, Kibitz with an I. It's to offer unwanted advice. Oh, that's a good one, actually. Or to like uh, gossip, also. Ah. Uh, a klutz? Oh, a klutz is like a butterfingers. Yeah. Um, well, kosher, you know that one. Yeah, kvetch, mm -hmm. to complain habitually. Yeah. Oh, latka. Oh, that's so good. That's so tasty. Yeah. Blocks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maven. A maven. You don't know that one? No. That's so funny. That's just an English word to me. I did not know that was a... What does that mean? Like an expert in something. Oh. You're a real huh. maven at that. Oh, Okay. That's a good one. I know Maven, uh, what's her name? Maven Beekus teaches typing. It was like an old typing program. Oh. Sorry, half the listeners out there who are American at my age are like, oh my gosh! It's like touch typing. Yeah, because we were like right, kids right. and it was like the app. Um, Mazel Tov mm -hmm. means what? That means like congratulations. Uh, Mensch. Oh, that's like a good guy. Yep. Uh, Meshugana. Oh, I, I feel like I've heard it, but I don't know it. 
that is a crazy person or to oh, be crazy. Really? Okay, I didn't know that. I've heard someone say it, but apparently I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> um, That's a weird one. Uh, nebish? Nebish? Yeah. I know. These I'm trying to go with the ones that I know. I've no clue what that means. So it's like a, a small person or a pitiful person. Is it uh, um, which apparently nice. comes uh, from Czech. Really? Yeah, originally. Uh, to nosh? That's to eat? Yeah. Oh, that's from Yiddish? Yep. Oi. Oi vey, yeah. I, sorry, I say oi vey a lot. <laughs> a putz? Oh, that's like a penis? It is. Um, uh, <laughs> a shlemiel? How about you? Oh, no, you've, you've, you've used this one. You've told me this one before, but I can't remember. A shlemiel is an inept, clumsy person. Ah. A bungler adult. So what's the... What's the difference between a klutz and a shlemiel? Shlemiel? Shlemiel. Shlemiel. So, a klutz specifically, I think there's a clumsy person. Well, so klutz is to drop stuff or... Okay. And then, um, shlemiel is, like, inept or an idiot. Okay. Like, okay. So it's less physical, more maybe, like... Just a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a hanger-on who's kind of like, you know, like in some really bad movie, there's like the like friend who's like, yeah, hey guys. So that's that's a shlemiel. shlemiel. Yeah. To schlep something? Mm. That's like to haul. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Schlock? Like gore, unnecessary gore? Schlock is something cheap. So like buying like, I don't want to buy all this schlock. I know, it's like I know it stuff. usually in the context of horror movies. So schlock means like, um, <laughs> like schlock in horror movies is where it's unnecessary gore for the sake of gore. Oh. So, I okay. mean, she, she fits in with that. But like yeah. Saw, the Saw movies are full of schlock. Yeah. Or um, uh, well, schlong. Penis again. Yep. Lots of A penis. schlub. Like a fat person. So clumsy stupid are unattractive. Oh. Uh, uh, we're gonna have to get some help here on yeah, clutch, yeah. If anyone can, and schlemiel. Schlemiel. Um schmaltz. Oh, that's like sappiness. Yeah, uh, yeah, excessive uh, sentimentality. Yeah. It's also uh, apparently melted chicken fat was the original term. Oh, yeah. Schmear. That's like a bit of uh, cream cheese. Well, it's actually to spread is a uh, schmear, so you can get any sorts of. Uh, uh, okay, how about schmooze? Oh, to like, uh, uh, like. Uh, Schmooze at a party. Yeah. 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 A schmuck. That's that's another idiot. That's another, Lots that's of another idiot. Yeah. Uh, schmutz. Nah. It's a kiss. No. no. <laughs> Sorry. It's dirt. Schmutz. Oh. Oh. You I get, no, 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 no. You, you use that one on me. I have. You got you got schmutz on your cheek, and then you're like, <laughs> it's somebody like a, a guy who grew up Baptist in the deep south. <laughs> like, much, um... That's why I find it so weird that wait schnoz. Nose. Yeah. Um, we're, we're almost there. Uh, no, I think this is... one. Oh, hey, sh- wait. Shix is a woman who's not Jewish, right? No? Um, I can't remember. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Shix yeah. is a young non-Jewish woman. Right. Uh, uh, have you heard of Shickered or Shicker? No. To be drunk. Oh, that's a good one. I like yeah. that one. A shtick? A bit. 
Yeah, it's a comedy thing. Yeah. Uh, spiel. Like a talk yep. or something. A s- spritz. A little bit. Yeah, to spray. Yeah. That's what that is. Uh, tchotchke. Like a little gross item yeah. my mom has on her uh, shelves. We're almost there. Vigorish. Vigorish? Also known as the Vig. Oh, so it's the rake you take on a... Yeah, the portion of gambling winnings held by the book. Really? That, yeah. Okay, that's weirdish. Uh, Verklempt, who already... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tush. An ass. Yeah, your butt. Uh, Yamaka, you know that one, yeah. I think. Uh, a Yenta. A Yenta? Nope. Uh, Yenta is a talkative woman, a gossip. Oh, so uh, a Yenta is There's a lot of idiots who... and talkative women. Wait, a Yenta is someone who kibitzes. There you go. There you go. You graduate from, from English theater school. school. Uh, okay, last one is a yutz. A yutz? Is it an idiot? Yes! Oh, yes! Okay. <laughs> just, just <laughs> guess. Uh, oh, also, uh, there, sorry, there's Tush, there's also Tutkis. Tutkis is also a, a butt. Yeah. I feel like I need to write down all these Yiddish words for idiot and just ask for someone who is more familiar with Yiddish than I. To explain the nuances between... You hear that, David Klein? Yeah, I know. Are you listening? <laughs> what I know. I, when, what I, when, I, when I say... I mean, we know our audience, right? It's David. So... <laughs> he can help us out on that. You should read a book called, like... Explaining like a British to English. Yeah, yeah. British Guide to Yiddish. Um, well, cool. Uh, I guess uh, that... Super long Yiddish quiz. Oh, right, right, right. So next episode, what we're going to do is I'm going to ask Hampton to do British phrases. Oh. So I'm going to go through a list of British phrases. Oh. And see I'm, I kind of, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to that. Yeah, I'm excited now. This one's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, this is the only podcast you can listen to where we have a microphone. We talk about Star Trek. Uh, we talk about uh, Supreme Court decisions. Yep. Uh, we talk about religion. We make fun of the Pope. Um, which, by the way, actually happened way earlier in the whole conversation. Yep. Um, we talk about Yiddish. We talk about sexism. All sorts of things. Yeah, I know. It's been jam-packed, even... jam-packed episode. It, it was like the latest episode of Game of Thrones. It's like the host is super ADHD. Almost. Almost. Almost like that. Almost like that. All right, well, uh, let us know if anybody out there gets your own microphone. Um, yep. But until then, we have our own microphone. And you somehow made it to this episode. So uh, kudos to you, as they say. All, All right. right, see you next episode.